What is up, everyone? It is December. It's, I think, Thursday. I don't know. It's whatever day of the week. I'm not Stevie. Uh, I'm Grant Niefer taking over for Stevie. He's out this week and I believe the next week. So me and Carlucci are both taking over the hosting privileges. Sorry, you're stuck with us for a little while, but Stevie needs a well-deserved vacation. But this is the morning grind. It's going to be a short one. Uh, Only three games on the slate, but guess what? I don't have to do it alone here. I am joined by Christy, Christy Metzger. Yeah, I get it right. It's been you a did, long day. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing over there, Christy? It's been a long time since we've done a show together. It has, but hey, good to talk to you. I know we've had a chance to catch up a little bit before we uh, jumped on the show here. But uh, yeah, I was excited to do the show with you. And again, huge congrats to you know your big win here recently. And it was kind of fun to talk some betting with you. So congrats again. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm excited. A lot of, lot of cash coming in, and I'm going to Vegas this weekend. So, yeah, it's it's, it's not bad, not a bad time in my life. I, I might might go a little bit lower than I normally do on football this weekend, just because it's been a grind. I can't believe we're three and a half months in. We're a month and a half into basketball. It's yeah, everything just it, things just keep happening. But it's been it's been a good year. It has been a good year, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, you, you. I feel like you've won live fi- or gotten to some live finals recently. I have. I was at the the FanDuel. I had a couple of seats for the FanDuel baseball live final, so I was out there in in Colorado. So yeah. Oh yeah, no, I was supposed to go up there, and then I think I might have gotten COVID or I got sick. I don't know. Oh. I just stayed in my house regardless for a week because <laughs> during baseball season I don't go anywhere, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Too busy. Yeah, we got a nice little three-game slate on on tap for here for Thursday. Um, it's an interesting one. All the games start between. Oh, I'm looking. Am I looking at the wrong day? Am I looking at the night slate? I might have had the right. I was looking at tonight's slate. It's in any case, it's a three-game slate. I've already looked at. It. I just had the wrong one pulled up. I got really confused. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got a nice little three-game slate here. Um, yeah, I mean, a few teams playing on back-to-backs. This page still won't open for me. I don't know what's going on here, but we're we're gonna we're gonna get started here with the first game, and it is the Jazz going up against the 76ers. Jazz second end of a back-to-back. 76ers second end of a back-to-back. So we just we we don't really know much of anything when it comes to injury reporting. Um, so let's just get started off with the jazz. We don't know who's going to be playing uh, as of right now. It doesn't look like anyone will be out. I think that game is still being played right now, but anyone like it's a three game slate Philly. Do you think Philly will end up setting anyone? You know, I think it's possible that they do just on, you know, on a back to back. Um, but yeah, I mean, and obviously that'll change the slate up a lot, but I, I think it's possible. Yeah. So we're just going to go under the assumption that Everyone's playing on the Utah side. I mean, not a horrible matchup growing versus Philly, not a great one. Guys I generally wouldn't consider on a big slate, but on a three-game slate, I think you can take some guys. Who are you interested in? Yeah, I agree. You know, the Jazz are kind of a team that I, I've kind of avoided most of the season when they're at full strength. But, you know, I mean, it's a it's a three-gamer so or a three-game slate, so obviously going to have some interest. Um, you know, I think... Mike Conley, I think, you know, he's certainly, certainly in the conversation. I mean, he's never someone that I start with, but, you know, he's certainly priced right. And, 
Um, you know, over the last four games or so, depending on where he ends up tonight, but he's averaged over 30 fantasy points over the last four games, um, you know, should receive a lot of minutes and such. Um, Donovan Mitchell's been pretty hot too. Um, so I think he's someone that you can certainly play to. Um, Rudy Gobert, I think there'll be some decent centers. I mean, we'll have Jokic, um, Embiid and Gobert. So I always have interest in him too, as a center. And then, you know, for value plays, you know, if you happen to land on them too for a last piece, you know, you certainly could get to Bogdanovich or, or even Royce O'Neal, but probably the most interest I would say would be Conley, Mitchell and, and Gobert. Yeah, yeah, no, those are the main three guys that I would end up going with. I mean, Gobert should end up, zooming in big plays, Gobert should end up playing a lot of minutes. Whiteside isn't going to end up playing on Wednesday night. That game, I think, is just starting like 20 minutes ago. Uh, could it potentially be gone the next to, on Thursday night, but who knows at this point right now? I mean, regardless, like Gobert is going to play his minutes. If if Whiteside ends up missing, I think maybe Royce O'Neal gets a little bit more run. Um, but yeah, Gobert, Conley, Mitchell are the three main guys I want to go with. And then I think you can actually dip into Clarkson, into O'Neal here. Not really a great matchup. I think there's better spots to go with. I mean, I'm next game's a lot more exciting. But on the Philly side, I mean, Simmons is still out and like Embiid, second end of back to back. Like, there's, I don't really love anyone from here. A lot of people are viable. I don't know. Are you, are you on the same page as me? I, I, I totally am. Um, yeah, there's not anyone that I'm necessarily targeting. And like you said, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, they give anyone rest. But, you know, sure, you could always have Embiid in there. You know, he has 34% usage. Tobias Harris is never someone that I start my lineups with, you know, if he happens to fit in, but I mean, he's priced pretty efficiently on both sites. He's 7,600, I believe, or somewhere around there. So, you know, not someone that I'm really targeting, um, you know, not a ton of interest in Seth Curry or even Tyrese Maxey. He hasn't been playing all that great either. So, um, you know, we'll just kind of have to wait and see tomorrow if, if we did, if we get any value from this game, if anyone does sit, but as it sits, not a ton of interest. Yeah, yeah, no, just kind of a spot where like MB is fine as a spend up. Harris is fine, like he's priced where he should be. Maxi's role in this offense really isn't the same with both Harris and MB in there. So not a guy that's gonna go off. I mean, Seth Curry can end up getting lights out from behind the arc at any given time, but at 5.6k, you're better off looking at other places. Drummond not gonna get the minutes. Shake Milton's price came up because of uh Maxi being out the other night, but now he's too expensive at 5K. Like Georgie's Nyang, um, unless Tobias gets ruled out, then there's there's no real point playing him. Danny Green, I never want to play, but I mean, you can hope that he ends up making like five threes, and still you probably don't even need him at that point. So this is probably the least intriguing game on the entire slate. I'm if you want to just avoid it and wait for the later games, that's fine. Or if there's any injuries, could end up opening some stuff up. But yeah, for the most part, just kind of out on that game. Let's move on to a much more exciting game here. We got the Lakers going up against Memphis. The Lakers, none is out. James and Davis should end up playing. They're both probable. Uh, Memphis, second of a back-to-back. We don't have noon, the news, but Morant should still be out. Anderson should still be out. Clark should still be out. So... Unless we'll, we'll see what news we get and stuff the night before, but we'll start off here with the Lakers. Assuming everyone is a go. Is there anyone that you really like here? I mean, we've got some 
guys that are going to play their normal ancillary roles, but we got all three of the main pieces of the Lakers in there. Any interest in anyone? Yeah, see, it's tough. It's like, you know, especially with the big three with Westbrook and, and Davis and LeBron, you know, I tend to stay away from them if they're all three healthy and playing. You know, if one of them were to sit, would certainly have interest in the others, but, you know, typically don't look to target them. Um, you know, could have some interest if, if uh, Horton Tucker is in the starting lineup. I mean, he could be a value piece there, but otherwise um, pretty tough to target any of those three, um, maybe out of those three. And I think they're all probable too. Um, they've always carry questionable tags, but, you know, maybe, maybe you could throw Anthony Davis in there because it is such a small slate, but uh, as of now, kind of just waiting to see what the lineup looks like tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, if they're all playing, then I think James is still a decent spend-up. I know he didn't do great the other night, but he still ended up with 30 real-life points. Look at his last five outings. He's been up over 50 in four out of five of them, been close to 60 or over 60 in two of them. I think James is in play. I think Monk, he's didn't do great the other night, but could end up playing his normal 25 minutes. He can end up scoring 25, 30 points. I think he's a viable guy. Mello, if you're really looking for stuff and we don't get other injury news, Worst things you can do at 4.5K, but I have a ton of interest on the other side of the game. I mean, did Memphis did not do what I thought they were going to do tonight. Um, Bain was one of my favorite plays on the entire slate. I bet his over on points. I bet his over on rebounds. His rebounds, points, and assists. Bet him to get 25 points. Bet him to get 30 points. Yeah, just really did not go well. Um, but I, I'm willing to go right back to the well tonight. Bain at 6,900. I know he had an off night. He occasionally has an off night, but over 40 points in two of the last three games. The guy is shooting. I, I, I'm. I, It's almost better for the slate. They did terrible and lost me a ton of money today because now people are not going to be on him. Absolutely love Bain here. Triple J, a pretty solid option. Brooks, not a bad option. I mean, 40 in the game against Miami, sitting at around a 30% usage without – Morant there he's just going to keep chucking the ball doesn't get a ton of ancillary stats but if he ends up getting hot he's a guy that you can use I don't hate Tyus Jones Adams never really know how many minutes he's going to end up getting but he's been playing well recently I mean it's a fast matchup versus the Lakers it's a bad defensive matchup versus the Lakers like this is going to be a high scoring Memphis team I think tonight I think Bain is by far my favorite play but Jackson Brooks Tyus Jones Adams I'm, I'm willing to go with all of them yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you. I mean, Brooks and Jackson are just seeing huge, massive usage and fantasy point per minute, you know, with, with Morant off the floor. Um, so like them both, I'm, I'm right there with you on Bain, just makes a fantastic play. Tyus Jones, you know, his price has crept up there, but I still think, you know, he's underpriced for his role with Morant out. So yeah, like all those guys think it's going to be a, you know, just a great spot to get some fantasy production. So I think, you know, you can't go wrong having even, you know, a good three Memphis players in your lineup, if not four. Yeah, I don't, I mean, if I'm doing three or four, I mean, I guess a small slate, but I, I don't think I'd go more than two of Baines, Brooks, and Jackson. Like, I think two of them can go off in a game. In fact, we've seen it most games since Morant's been out, two of Jackson, Brooks, and Bain end up going off for a pretty decent overall game. So I think I'd limit in my in lineup HQ, max of two of those, but throwing in Adams and Melton or Jones is not the worst, or even Tillman, not the worst idea in the world on this slate. But yeah, this is just a beautiful, beautiful spot right here. 
All right, let's move on to the last game of the night. Real short slate. I'm not unhappy about that. Uh, we got Denver going up against San Antonio. Denver, same guys as always out. We got Murray. We got Porter Jr. They're on the second and a back-to-back. They're currently in overtime right now. So who knows if someone's going to be resting on the San Antonio side. I don't know if Kelton Johnson will play. I don't know if Vassal will end up playing. Um, don't have an injury report for that, but hopefully they don't set anyone on the second of a back-to-back. Let's start off with Denver here. On most nights, I only have interest in Jokic. Three-game slate, I still can't really find a reason to play anyone else. Yeah, absolutely. As I'm looking at it, too, I mean, Jokic to me is really the play. Um, You know, Barton and Gordon and some of those guys are really priced up. Um, You know, and Gordon really doesn't play as well with Jokic in the lineup unless Jokic was out. I'd have more interest in him. But yeah, to me, I think, you know, Jokic is kind of the guy that I'm probably targeting the most. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Barton, like, he's priced where he should be. He's always priced a little bit high considering they don't want to price him too low if Joker ends up coming going out because then everyone plays him. Same thing with Gordon. Like, Morris is priced where he should be. Like, I think he's the most likely guy on Denver outside of, uh, what's his name, to give you a little bit upside. Jeff Green, I mean, he had a little string of putting together some nice games. He's done decent recently, but right. I mean, I don't, I don't think I want to go with him. Like it, it really is just Joker, and I hate it because every single night, Denver, it's even if they're in a good spot where I want to game stack it, all I can throw in is Joker. But I mean, he can get seventy points any given night pretty easily. But I mean, that's just how it is. San Antonio on the other side, though, definitely more interesting. I think Potal or Pearl is one of my favorite plays on the slate. Like he hasn't had a huge game recently, but he's just been consistently putting up good games. One of these nights he's going to end up getting a 20 point double, double and end up with several blocks in here. He's probably one of my favorite plays on the slate. Murray pretty solid overall play white been getting some extra, some nice run and been doing pretty decently put up 26 points the other night. And then if Kelvin Johnson or Vassal ends up missing, I mean, I have to assume Dougie McBuckets, Lonnie Walker, maybe Bryn Forbes could be in for a pretty decent night at some value. So we'll have to wait and see on that. But how are you handling this based on the small amount of information we have right now? <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree. And I was looking at the pricing too, you know, Pirtle 6,400, just a fantastic play. Completely agree. Um, Derek White, too. I actually really like him, have a ton of interest in him at 6,300. He's actually priced up a little bit more on FanDuel. I think he was in the 7K range um, the last couple of games. But, I mean, he's been getting the minutes. There's certainly upside there. So I like both those guys. And like you said, there could be some value in there depending on Keldon Johnson if he plays or not. So, yeah, you could throw McDermott in there, um, potentially Walker and Forbes, like you mentioned, too. And then, you know, Deontay Murray, I mean, is always a great GPP play too. So, um, you know, it's always weird because, you know, a couple of years ago, Spurs were a team that we didn't really um, target all that much, but, you know, they're, they're ranked six out of 30, you know, for pace of play. Um, and there's just a lot of good guys in this game as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right with you. Uh, that was a short one. Let's get to the morning grind game here and get on out of here. Uh play under 5k to go 7x who's your who's your salary saver on the slate today okay so for under 5k i think i'm gonna go 
Let's see here. Yeah, it's a tough one today. It is a tough. It is a really tough one. I know. I was looking at that earlier too. Um, let's go. I mean, this is not a great one, but I think I'm gonna go Jeff Green. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Malik Monk. I think there's not really anyone I love. No. Uh, just how it is. I mean, something will open up tomorrow. I'm almost certain of that with so many teams playing on a back to back. But as of right now, not really anything great. Uh, favorite play over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your top price bust? My top price bust is going to be. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Russell Westbrook. Yeah, he's the only real viable option. I mean, I'm not happy with any of the other choices. I'm just going to go with Anthony Davis, but Westbrook's the, Westbrook's the easy one there. Um, all right, then favorite 6X play of the slate? 6X play? Um, I'm actually going to go Derek White. All right. I'm going Desmond Bain. Absolutely love him today. Did not work out well, but guys, don't worry, hell. It, it, he won't he doesn't have two bad games in a row it just doesn't happen He'll, he may put up a dud sometimes but always <laughs> comes back and crushes the next time um favorite gbp play let's get weird gbp play it's tough with low ownership um on a three-game slate but who's your off the board play uh off the board play let's go with um oh boy Got a couple guys here. I'm gonna go. I think I'm just gonna go with uh, McDermott. Yeah, I like that, and especially with Kelvin Johnson and Vassal end up sitting. Uh, I'm gonna go with Stephen Adams, 5.1K. I mean, he's good for a good night every once in a while, and then. Any bets you like? I don't, I don't think there's really anything out right now. I mean, I always like big slates, but on small slates, the night before, it's just they're they're like part of these teams are still playing. We really don't have anything. Um, so, I guess I mean I I can basically tell you now that Bain is going to come in either at sixteen point five or seventeen point five points, and I am going to hammer the over on Bane points once again probably hit the over on Bane three pointers hit the over on Bane 20 plus points on FanDuel and 25 plus I can almost guarantee I'm writing that up in the morning over on scores and odds but you got anything or just lines out yeah there really isn't but yeah no I I like your Bane call for sure yeah all right guys well that's gonna do it um check out the football podcast that I will be recording here shortly uh, if you haven't already signed up for Thrive Fantasy, sign up using promo code GRINDERS. Will is going to be, they're going to be hosting a contest that is going up against Will, Chief Justice 06, as you may know him, um, where first place gets a winner or gets a year of, I believe, scores and odds and RG. Don't quote me on that. Second and third place get a year of scores and odds. And anyone who beats Chief Justice 06, which maybe no one, because he is very good at this, ends up getting five days of free scores and odds where you can find out my picks all the time. Christy, any last minute thoughts before we get on out of here? No, I I don't. I, I like your Bane call for tomorrow. I think a couple of those Spurs guys are interesting. Um, so no, good to, good to see you. Good luck, everyone, tomorrow. Yep, guys, just remember, 
Play Desmond Bain. We're out of here. See you, kids. <laughs>